0: Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about when to fix and when to ditch your car. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So it's so easy to come to a fork in the road when it comes to a money pit. So we have all experienced some level of this, whether it's a home, whether it's an appliance or a vehicle, we've experienced putting seemingly endless funds into maintaining, into keeping something running when we may need to evaluate whether it's worth uh, repairing or not, whether it's worth holding on to, whether it's worth selling, or whether it's worth salvaging. And uh, in going through that process, it's going to be important to know the indicators, know the indicators of whether something is worth fixing, or whether it's time to part with it. So with a car in particular, sometimes it can be easy to make it an emotional decision trying to figure out whether to continue putting money into it, whether it's time to part with it or scrap it all together. But that can be an emotional decision. But at the end of the day, a car is just a car. It's a piece of metal. And it's important to go through a series of questions to figure out whether that car is worth fixing or not. So I take a simple approach when it comes to figuring out whether to put money into repairing a vehicle. Now the first component looks at whether it's going to increase the value or not, whether it's going to maintain the value or make the value go down. Now you can actually put money, good money, into bad endeavors. And oftentimes we can take money and and pour it into a vehicle that we have already put more money into the vehicle than it's even worth. Or we can put money into a vehicle that, uh, that ultimately at the end of the day will be worth more because we've done that. But it's important to be able to look at and delineate what is the best action, what is the best way forward uh, for that vehicle in particular. So I broke this down based on seven key questions, figuring out whether your vehicle is worth keeping and repairing, or whether it's time to sell it, and replace it with something else. The first one comes down to sunk cost. It's so easy for us to spend our time, talent, and resources into something in particular and have a higher viewpoint or value placed on that because of how much time has been put into it. Now, when you're looking at sunk cost, oftentimes it's skewed, And our viewpoint of what something is worth is actually skewed because we haven't taken a step back to be objective about the the object that we're putting time and effort and energy into. Now, an example of this may be that you bought the vehicle brand new. You've had it for years on end and you continue to pour money into it just knowing how much you purchased it for, knowing how much money and time and energy you've put into the vehicle, then you are feeling stuck because you feel like, I'm gonna be wasteful if I scrap this or if I sell it at a discount. And so therefore, I'm going to continue putting money into it. I'm going to continue sinking money into it, even though the market value for that vehicle, the book value of that vehicle, does not support me continually putting money into it. So based on sunk cost, have you put more money into the vehicle than it is actually worth? Have you sunk more time, energy, and resources into that vehicle and, and therefore you have a skewed viewpoint of what it's actually worth because of that. So the second component comes down to useful life. Now, the average car on the road today is about 11 years old, and so when you're looking at how long you've owned the vehicle for and, and how much useful life you've gotten out of that vehicle, you need to factor in the age of the vehicle, the condition of the vehicle, and looking at it from a perspective it factors in how much longer that vehicle will be useful to you or could be useful to someone else for. So the third component comes down to technology. Now technology is moving at such a fast rate that the auto industry cannot keep up. However, there's so many advances going on in regards to build quality, in regards to onboard computers and the technology within the car, uh, as well as looking at How technology has influenced the safety of that vehicle. And so something to consider is whether the the technology component of the vehicle uh, has run its course, and therefore it's time for you to upgrade. It's time for you to replace that vehicle with something that may be safer, may have Uh, more uh, technologically advanced features to keep you safe. So the fourth component comes down to looking at the salvage value, looking at what a junkyard would pay you for that vehicle if it is on its last legs. Of course, uh, there's so many individuals out there or even dealerships out there that will buy vehicles that seemingly are on their last legs and actually go through the process of rebuilding them and uh, in getting them mechanically sound. But looking at the salvage value, whether you sell it to an individual or you sell it to a junkyard, will be important in your decision making. So the fifth component comes down to repair costs. Looking at what is really going on that is keeping that vehicle from being reliable. Now there may be nuances where uh, there's certain Uh, aspects on the vehicle that don't work properly, but don't affect it mechanically. And that's a different picture. What we're looking at right here is the repair costs for anything mechanical that would be a safety item, that would be preventing you from getting from point A to point B uh, without breaking down. Being able to have that vehicle in the shape that it needs to be in for you to be able to commute in it. So looking at the repair cost associated to that vehicle and figuring out whether the repair cost actually exceeds uh, the value and, and whether it's worth putting the money into it to be able to sell it at book value or somewhere around there, or whether putting that money into it will just uh, be it an additional sunk cost that you won't get back if you go to sell it. So the sixth component comes down to the current value. Looking at the Kelly Blue Book or the NADA value of that vehicle, looking at the book value, then also doing your research on various platforms to figure out what that vehicle is selling for from a market standpoint. Then at that point, you'll be able to see what the condition is of these various vehicles and how yours compares, and figuring out whether it's worth at that point to put the money into the repair for that vehicle, or to sell it as is. Now the seventh and final component to consider has to do with whether there's sentimental value with that vehicle. Now I understand for many people they had a vehicle that was passed on to them by a family member or has sentimental value for some other reason. So you definitely want to consider this in the picture if the vehicle has any kind of sentimental value before you uh, just discard of it. So using these filters, let me use a personal example. In college, I purchased a 2003 Acura CL Type S. So this was a rare vehicle that had a manual transmission and was actually in really good condition. But the issue was it wasn't running. So I bought it for $900, not really knowing what was going on with it. I later found out that uh, it threw a rod and needed a new engine. So what I did was looked at my options. So I bought the car for $900, if I were to scrap the car, take it to the uh, the junkyard, they would give me $500 for it. Uh, or I could look at what it would cost to repair the vehicle. So what I did is I actually ordered a crate engine that had some miles on it, but was refurbished. I bought the engine for $800. And so at that point, I ended up having, you know, $1,500, $1,600 in the vehicle. And so the vehicle ran great after I had the new crate engine in it. And so I was able to detail it and get it, uh, get it ready to sell. Now, when I looked up the book value, the book value sat somewhere between the $6,500 and $8,000 figure. So I was able to sell this vehicle for right around $7,000, pocketing about $4,000 after everything was said and done. Now that was a best case scenario, especially being that I bought the vehicle, not knowing exactly what was going on with it. Uh, But looking at your vehicle from that standpoint and seeing like, okay, well, it may be worth $500 to a junkyard. But when I have it fixed up, what is the book value? What is it actually worth when it comes to a consumer, someone purchasing it, assuming that you fix it up according uh, to to the value that that would be expected, to the condition that would be expected. So with this Acura CL, I went through this process of figuring out, you know, whether the vehicle had value, whether it had a book value and a market value that substantiated me repairing it. Now, in this case, it did, and it made sense to put the money into it and to go ahead and be able to sell it at that value. And so I would encourage you to go through this process, to go through these seven steps to figure out whether you have a sunk cost bias where you're continually putting money into something because of how much you've sunk into it thus far, or whether you should then take a step back and look at it objectively and take the emotions out of it and figure out whether it makes sense to continue putting money into it or whether it makes sense to go ahead, cut your losses and sell it uh, for parts or sell it to an individual who can fix it or fix it one last time and sell it accordingly. And so when you're going through this process, This will probably be applicable to other components, whether it's a house, whether it's an appliance, whether it's a vehicle like we just mentioned, or some other component. But these seven steps should give you an idea of whether it's important to fix something or cut your losses and move on. So my call to action today comes down to looking at your vehicle from the perspective of these seven steps, looking at whether it's worth putting the money into the vehicle or not. Going through the process of taking that decision to the next level and figuring out, okay, what is my next step? What do I need to do next in order to uh, to be moving forward with this? Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the Margin Membership, where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information.